Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Today I'm talking about, I'm changing direction a little bit. I've been talking about the mother wound and the Christian woman. And I've been just sharing some of the ways, the impact of insecure attachment with your mother and how that can play out, some of the ways that it impacts, it might be impacting you, some of the things that you may have not have noticed or isn't able to connect with the relationship or lack of relationship that you have with your mother. So today I'm continuing that conversation, but in a slightly different direction, because I just thought that if you were a mother and you're struggling with connection and you don't know what to do, then I wanted to give you some ideas about how you can, some ideas about how you can create stories that will be worth telling, how you can create the stories that is shaping your daughter today. And this, this, this will, this hopefully will help you to change direction if you're not able to create those stories, if you're not able to do what is needed in order for you to build connection with her, then, you know, hopefully this episode will help you to do that. Now, I know that attachment is not easy for everybody. Building secure attachment is not easy for everyone. But I want you to be able to create that kind of life with her so that you know the, the the families that we have sometimes the stories that we tell in our families rather for years and years and years and they're good stories heartwarming stories that we tell all the time now i want you to be able to create stories like that with her with your children so that they'll be able to tell those stories over and over again because it's so heartwarming we don't want them to only have negative stories, memories that are, that's the one that they pass on or they just don't talk about it. So there's this gap, right? Because that's also creating a story. So what are some of the things that we can do to change that? As I said, I know that building secure attachment is not the easiest thing if you've never had it. So I've just completed, well, not just, we completed the attachment challenge in the middle of November and there was one woman who is not able to go past day one because in day one, I asked people to say, ask, how are you feeling? And to give a 30 second hug every day. So you're going to hug and count to 30. And there are some people who really struggled with this assignment because touch, safe touch is not something that is, is comfortable or it's not something that they're used to doing. So there are people who can go for days or months or years living in the same home and not touch, not hug, not pat, not comforted, none of those things. And, and so it was really challenging for her to, to do that. And when I hear people with teenage daughters, especially that are struggling, I say, what, what is it that you need to change in order to connect, to make the relationship easier? Now, as I said, I know it takes work. We had broken attachment and broken attachment happens when a child or when sometimes birth is difficult um, for medical reasons it's one of the reasons why broken attachment medical reasons is one we experience medical reasons broken attachment with my daughter and the work of connecting is really really worth it it's really worth it and I, and I say this all the time on my on social media that when she says mom can we talk when she calls me into her confidence, it's, I, I know it's an honor and a pleasure every time 
because I know the work that we had to take to get to that place. Because life isn't neat and things happen to us. Things happen. It wasn't the plan to leave her in hospital for three weeks. It wasn't the plan to have to learn and, and connect after that broken connection because of illness, her illness. So life is a need, but when we when we're determined and we know what we need to do, we can do it. So that's why I decided that this, this today I'm going to talk about some of the ways that you can begin to build stories that are worth telling later on, stories that are going to be positive. They're stories that gets passed on from generation to generation. You can live one of those stories where it's so beautiful that it's the story that she tells every time. If you listen to the stories that your children tell, it's significant memories that they have that they talk about. You might do many things with them, but there are some special ones that they will talk about for years and years and years. Okay, so one of the things to do is to live with intention. Be intentional about the things that you do. Be intentional about time that you spend with her. Be intentional about how you speak to her, how you respond, how you answer questions, how you, how you be understanding of yourself when you're upset. How do you respond when you're annoyed? That's really important for you, to, for you to know. How do I respond when I'm annoyed? What are the things that I do? What's my tone? What's my facial expression? What's my body language? How tolerable am I to live with when that's happening? So that's really good to know because when you know you can be with intention. And, and so what do you need at those times? Do you need time on your own? Do you need to go for a walk? What do you need? Because what we don't want is for our children to look after us when we're upset. We don't want them to develop the fawning response. We want them to know that when we're upset, it's our responsibility and we're going to take care of ourselves. So be intentional about in understanding you and understanding her and the things that she needs in order in order to, to thrive and, and to develop those stories. So if you think about her in terms like a, um, a delicate flowers, a rose, and you know, they said when you massage it, then it gives, it perfumes the air. It gives this beautiful, um, it gives this beautiful fragrance. So think about how do I do that? How can I delicately handle her, delicate, delicately treat her so that she can perfume the air so that because that means it's going to be coming from inside that means she's going to be content and okay and that sweetness that 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 we get from the rose is what you'll get from her but it it means being intentional so it might mean that you need to go to therapy to learn and understand how to be that kind of mother because it's going to be difficult to do it if you didn't experience that kind of parenting if you didn't experience that kind of nurturing if you have any kind of unresolved pain it will really hamper your ability to be able to do this. So I say kind of search yourself and see what's there that you need to do. Also, think about how you want the future to remember the choices that you make today. How do you want to, the future? How do you want history to record how the things that you're doing today? What do you want history to say? What do you want her to look back and say about this period in her life? Whatever the age or the stages that she is, if she's 10, if she's 3, if she's 14, if she's 16, if she's 18, what do you want her to look back at this stage in her life and thought about yours and her relationship? And I know, again, sometimes people say my teenage daughter is, you know, this or that. And I always say the behavior tells a story. 
whatever she's acting out, it might be acting out of pain. It might be, it might be a call for connection. Do you understand how she, how she initiates connection? What are the things that she's doing that might be saying, talk to me or hug me or listen to me or something is going on and I don't know how to say it. So what are the things, what are the things that she does that makes you know that she wants to connect? And if you don't yet know and understand it, really learn the things that she's telling you about connection. So the choices you make today are helping to shape the story she will live in the future. And these are the stories that are helping to shape who she, be who she becomes. So what kind of stories do you want her to record? Maybe the stories that you have that have shaped you are not pleasant stories. And that's understandable. If the story that starts the beginning of your relationship isn't pleasant either, aren't pleasant either, then that's okay too. It's okay because you know and it's awareness that's the first part of change. It's through awareness that we create change. So when you're aware of it, you own, you own the story, you heal what needs to be healed in the story and begin to create a different narrative so that the stories that shape her will be different stories. And as I'm saying that, I'm seeing that when you're doing that kind of work, you need holding too. And that's where you probably need a group, a, a therapist, a friend, somebody to hold space with you while you create the kind of change that is going to be change the generation and the narrative and the stories for the generation to come. It's really worthy work. It might take a while for her to begin to trust you. But when you start to see the glint in her eyes and it's changed, you will know that the story is changing too. And it's worthy work, as I say. Thank you for joining me in Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.